Good morning, everyone. We want to welcome you this last day of 2017. We want to especially welcome those of you who have come as guests to celebrate the new year with us. My name is Naya Swami Anandi. This is Naya Swami Ananta. And we're so happy to have this opportunity to really focus on the light and to start the new year filled with God's light. So today, we have a special thing, uh, because Sunday, um, it's Sunday and the last day of the year, this is week 53 in our readings from (laughs) Rays of the One Light, and we don't get to hear this reading very often, which is unfortunate, because it's actually a very wonderful reading. So this uh, Rays of the One Light is weekly commentaries on the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita written by Swami Kriyananda. And this week's reading is called The Last Commandment. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. Jesus Christ, near the end of the Gospel, according to St. John, gave as his last commandment that we love one another. In John 13, 34, 35, he said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. As I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Again in John 15, 12, he said, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. How did he love us? Personally, yes, in the sense that he loved and forever loves each one of us for who we are, and not abstractly, but impersonally also, in the sense that the Christ The divine consciousness is not conscious of itself as separate from us. He loves us not only for, but as our very self. His love is a manifestation of infinity, loving us as expressions of infinity. He does not see us as we see ourselves. He forever sees in us our divine potential. Paramahansa Yogananda made a very similar statement to the monks very shortly before his own departure from his body. Respect one another as I respect you. His use of the word respect instead of love was deliberate. He wanted to emphasize for them the importance of impersonal love and friendship from God for God. Worldly people do not understand that in impersonal love there is much deeper love than exists in personal love. Impersonal love is expansive, not contractive. One day the master was going for an outing and the monks were helping him into his car. Yogananda had been having difficulty with his knees. He remarked, 
You all are so kind to me with your many attentions. Oh, sir, they replied, it is your kindness to which we respond. The master smiled sweetly. God is helping God, he said. That's his drama. The second commandment Jesus quoted from the ancient scriptures, love thy neighbor as thyself, explains what he meant by his new and last commandment. We should, he said, love all as reflections of our very self. Thus, Paramahansa Yogananda said also, when I am gone, only love can take my place. The Bhagavad Gita describes a dialogue between Krishna and his disciple Arjuna. Thus, the other disciples are not part of the scene. The dialogue is internal and symbolizes the dialogue between the soul and God. Yet in it, Sri Krishna describes the way to supreme wisdom and supreme love. The serene self, being one with Brahman, neither grieves nor yearns. The same to all, he attains supreme devotion to me. That sameness toward all is the manifestation of pure love, impersonal in the sense of selfless. By that love, one attains supreme love for God alone. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. from Whispers from Eternity, which Paramahansa Yogananda wrote, and it's on the same topic of divine love. This is called, Flood Me with Thy Omnipresent Love. O fountain of love, flood the lowlands of our love for home and family with thy omnipresent love. O mighty source, Present love. O fountain of love, flood the lowlands 
of our love for home and family with thy omnipresent love. O mighty source of all our rivers of desire, teach us not to cut themselves off from thee, hunting on dry sands of sense satisfactions. Love is our soul's birthright. We demand now that all the rivers of our cravings be redirected through valleys of humility, eager self-sacrifice, and concern for others until, reinforced by thy torrential blessings, they merge in the ocean of all fulfillment in thee. Bless us that the rivulets of our sympathy, affection, and love lose not themselves in the sands of dreary selfishness. Let the little, lonely, separately moving streamlets of our love, which come from thee, merge at last in the vastness of thy perfect love. So, as the reading that Anandi read states, and then Master reinforces with whispers from eternity, the reality of divine love is far, far vaster than we imagine when we start the spiritual path, when we start uh, self-improvement of any type. We hear love, we think, I love you, you love me, this is good, it's a good start. But the masters are talking about omnipresent love. And so I'd like to use the word, the Sanskrit word, which is prem. This is divine love. It's omnipresent. It has no limitations. It's why all of us came in this room today and why those of us who are watching on the internet are watching. Because something inside of our hearts remembers that love is the bridge to the divine consciousness. And Kriyananda clearly uh, expressed, as Anandi read, that this movie, as seen from the master's point of view, is God serving God. It's God loving God. And the difference is, the masters don't see the veil of separateness. They're not into the ego veins that hold us apart from one another. They see the divine love as the soul's potential as the soul's reality, as the soul's divine birthright. And they work from that level. And when we started the community and Swami Kriyananda, who was already famous and a yoga teacher around the world, would greet us, I'll speak for myself, but I was stunned that he would offer me respect and kindness. Who am I? Some 20-year-old kid. And yet... Kriyananda wasn't looking at a 20-year-old kid. Kriyananda was looking at the soul. That's how he saw things. That's how he saw everyone. That's the reality of divine love, of prem, is that the masters hold that consciousness, and the veil doesn't get in the way for them. They're not divided. It's not the little egos and the bad habits and the limitations and all that stuff. Kriyananda would refer to as a bundle of self-definitions. But divine love reaches over that screen. The screen only comes up like so far. And over the top of our soul is that beauty and that perfection and that divine love. 
joy, peace, calmness, wisdom, light, the sound of Om. That consciousness is there. So we as disciples, as truth seekers, and if you're not a disciple and you're here as a truth seeker, we welcome you equally to disciples because in your consciousness, you're resonating with that call that this world is not as it seems. It turns out Teresa of Avila was right. God alone. That's the way to go. This whole changing movie is phony. And reality is love. Constant, unchanging, limitless, divine love. The time has come for us to see that there's but one reality upon the earth and high above. The truth that all was made from love. All of it. It's a song of master. You'll probably hear it later this week. Everything was made from divine love. That's the truth. The truth is that everything was made from love. The physical reality is made from the love of molecules and little cell divisions and little pollen and that reality. That's a physical reality. But it's divine love diluted down, down, down from pure spirit, from pure, selfless, dynamic, joyful, constant love to little cells dividing and little plants and minerals and chemistry. Chemistry is constant. The sodium and the chloride come together and there's the salt. Happens every time. You can duplicate it over and over again. That's because divine love. It has a framework so that the evolution of consciousness can express this infinite love of Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Krishna consciousness, the masters of all religions. And they all have the same attainment. But the wonderful surprise, if it is a surprise, some of you have been here quite a while, you know what the surprise is, is that that's your reality. That's Kriyananda's reality. That's Yogananda's reality. You know what Yogananda's title was? He was a Prem avatar. He was an incarnation of Prem, of divine love. He took a human form. He came from this realm of light, or beyond light, of thought, beyond thought, of God. He's one with the Father. He's one with Babaji. And he comes down, and he takes physical incarnation in India in 1893 so that we could be here today. That's a lot of love. That's a lot of courage. It's a lot of self-sacrifice. But it isn't self-sacrifice because who's there to sacrifice? (laughs) He doesn't have any desires. He just wants us to wake up and come home and start to live life the way that we should live life, in love, in kindness. And that is the practice of yoga and true Buddhism and true Christianity. Fill in the blanks. All the religions in the world, if they're true religions, teach divine love. Because love is the uniting force. Love is what pulls us together. And we realize the whole world is made of love. We're part of the world, therefore, we're made of love. That's the reality. So how are we going to take this into 2018? We're going to have to screen our intake. The outside world does not go to Sunday service here every week. It has a lot of social media There's a lot of points of view. There's a lot of egos. There's a lot of people who want to infer that anyone that disagrees with them is dark. 
and that anyone that disagrees with them is stupid and that there's very little force in the world for unity and love. There is force in the world, and I don't think we should ignore it. In fact, I think in 2018, we should concentrate on it a whole lot more. And we should screen out a lot of the nasty, a lot of the hatred. We should screen it out more and more. Whether you're a disciple in this ashram, or you're a businessman from Los Angeles, or a businesswoman from New York City, screen out the consciousness that is so prevalent in our world of negativity, darkness, hatred, anger, fear, and all the rest of it. And concentrate more and more on divine love, on kindness, on the Dalai Lama, on Paramahansa Yogananda, on Jyotish and Devi. <laughs> Jyotish and Devi got to go to the United Nations last month or something, a short time ago. And we got an award. Ananda got an award. And it was from the, it was given in the chapel, it was a peace award, that Ananda has stood for peace for 50 years. And it was really cool. Uh, they got this award. My favorite part was that they got to read Paramahansa Yogananda's Prayer for a United World at the United Nations building, which I have always wanted to do. <laughs> I've read that prayer many, many times, but not at the United Nations building. But you could, it, there was a video taken of it. I, I didn't go to New York, but uh, it was really cool because there was a vibration of brothers and sisters. And they had the symbols of the world's great religions, or some of the world's great religions. You could have all the world's great religions in one room, but they had symbols of the great religions, and they were behind Jyotish and Devi when they got this award. And they got to read it. They got to read Master's Prayer. And I thought, you could feel from these people, these are the people that we need to concentrate more on. United Nations people. People that believe in world brotherhood. People that believe in love forgiveness. Not people who want to argue. Not people who want to call names. Not people who want to get tense and scream. Not people that want to riot. Not people that want to make wars. That won't really work. Because it's going to occlude the vibration and the consciousness of divine love. And what we want to do is we want to take our consciousness and focus more on divine love. And each of us is going to have a different assignment in this regard. But when you're at work, when you're with your family, when you're doing your duties, put the vibration of love. That's why I read this prayer from Whispers. O fountain of love, flood the lowlands of our love for home and family with thy omnipresent love. Home and family, good. Love, good. But don't stop there. Make the whole world your family. Make every person in this world your brother and sister. Why? Because they are your brother and sister. They're beings, they're soul beings. We're not these bodies. We're not the resume. We're none of this stuff. We've got to live outside of that circle. We've got to live with the masters, with Babaji, with Christ, with the Buddha, with the Dalai Lama, at that point of divine love, of unity, of caring, and feeling brother and sister. But beyond that, not even brother and sister, beings of love, of one love, you are a part of all that is. Well, what is? Divine love is. Nothing else is. 
God is. God alone. We got that, right? We had the song. But the reality of it is, we've got to live there. And it takes a stern resolution to do that. You're not going to get outside of this room and outside of the United Nations chapel and a couple of Buddhist sanghas around and a couple of churches and a couple of temples and mosques and places, you're not going to get support for that because the world is hypnotized by Maya. Now, it's the end of the year, so I'm going to give you two predictions for 2018. I'm I'm pretty good at this. (laughs) Okay, first prediction. I predict that in 2018... Maya will make a concerted effort to distract you and cause you pain and suffering and confusion. Okay, second prediction. The masters of all religions will make a concerted effort to help you to expand your heart and to open yourself to a reality that is upon the earth and high above. The fact that all is made from love. There's two predictions. They're both going to come true. But you've got to make the choice. This is your year. Push yourself. Watch your diet of mental input. Watch the books you read, the movies you read. Watch the conversations you have. Look at the people you work with and frame them in the light of their soul potential, as Kriyananda did with us, as Jyotish and Devi do with us, as the United Nations does. As all beings, selfless beings, all the Buddhas see Buddha. All the Krishna consciousness people see Krishna. See the Prem Avatar. Practice the teachings. Meditate with love. Consciously, if you have techniques, if you have a mantra, if you have a pranayama, if you have a rosary, whatever you've got, got a wailing wall, practice with love. Feel the love of the masters, of Yahweh, of God in all forms. Feel that infinite love as you meditate. Meditate with love. You know what happens? You realize you are that love. The light at the point between the eyebrows, the sound of Om, the expansive nature of love is the reality. And we get glimpses of it. Don't think we're alone in this. People get glimpses and people respond. The world responds to the Mother Teresas and the Dalai Lamas and the Dr. Martin Luther Kings and the great men and women who stand for divine love. And people acknowledge that. But then Maya steps in and they get distracted and people get cranky and they start arguing and it goes downhill from there. And if you weren't at a purification this morning, Anandi pointed out, you can tell when it's not right, when it doesn't feel right. When it isn't expansive, when it isn't loving, when it isn't freeing, it's not right. It's not God. It's not the masters. It's not Prem Avatar. And that was the thing that we need to take into this new year. Forget last year. I don't know if it was good or bad for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to think about it because it's last year. I'm going forward. I'm going forward to here with Master. Put your consciousness on that wavelength with them. Read this affirmation and practice this affirmation of love. Practice the affirmation. Read whispers from eternity. Eternally through it, I will talk to you. That's what Master said. 
not me. <laughs> he does the talking, we do the listening. But when you listen, and when you hear, and when you feel how much they love you, and how confident they are that you will rise above 2017, that you will come into that light and live there and stay there, practice with that. See your coworkers, see your family, see the people that are troublesome in your life. See them not as the troubled layer that's down here. It's up here. Go up to their soul. Feel it. Feel how much God loves them and how He's trying to get them to dump these troubles and this weight and these worries and these phobias and these fears and these bad self-images and all the psychological problems that people have. And they do have them, but they also have a soul nature. We have to make it a habit to go there every day and to work with people and to live with people and to share with people and to serve people out of that spirit of love. Whatever you do for a living, and I don't care what you do, but give it that heart energy of, I'm, I just want to offer this. I just want to fix your motor oil. I just want to write a writ for you. I just want to buy a share option, uh, whatever it is. It is all God. That's the important thing. That's why Master had Rajasi in the business world and sister with the nuns and all these disciples doing all these things. And Kriyananda starting the community. Why? Because everything is made from love. Don't let any part of your life not be animated by divine love. It's a big challenge. You can do it. Start. You might as well start today. I was going to say wait till tomorrow, but don't. Start now. <laughs> because Maya's lying in wait for you. It wants you to not get into it. it. Because it's the death of Maya when the veil's destroyed. Vanish the veils of light and shade. It's gone. It's divine love that pulls us. Prem Avatar. Armand Yogananda, or your master, whoever it is. But come to the point where you realize you are a prim avatar. You are an incarnation of divine love. That's the only reason you came here. Get back home. Chant. Meditate. Meditate with love. Practice kriyas with love. Practice your mantra with love. Read your scripture with love. Pray your rosary with love. Everything. And feel that. Feel how much God loves you. That he would come through all these saints, men and women, Ananda Moima, just constantly sending these inspirations. Oh yeah, I forgot. Ah, oh yeah, I forgot. It's Om. It's divine love. Kriyananda's left the body. He hasn't left our hearts. He hasn't left this place. And Master left the body. But he hasn't left it because love is infinite. It doesn't end. It can't end. It just keeps going, and we come up to that level where we live in it. I would like to close by reading a prayer, a poem from Paramahansa Yogananda. And this is appropriately titled, In the Garden of the New Year. The echoes of last year, its sorrow and laughter have died away. The song voice of the new year Encouraging, hope imparting is chanting, refashion life ideally. Abandon the weeds of old worries from the forsaken garden of the past. Garner only seeds of joys and achievements, hopes, good actions and thoughts, all noble desires. 
So in the fresh soil of each new day, those valiant seeds water and tend them until your life is fragrant with rare flowering qualities. The new year whispers, awaken your habit-dulled spirit to zestful new effort. Rest not till the eternal freedom is won and ever-pursuing karma outwitted. Yes. <laughs> with joy enlivened, unendingly united mind, let us all dance forward, hand in hand, to reach the Halcyon home, whence we shall wander no more. Have a blessed new year. Be full of love. God bless you all.